Okay. Kim, hi, can you still hear me? Yes. Great. Yes, I can um, still hear you. So I'm just going to um, say for the record that this is Melissa Ho interviewing Kim Jones on August 15th, 2020 for the Smithsonian Institution Archives of American Art Pandemic Project. And Kim, you're speaking to me from your home in New York City, right? Yes, yes. Great. My apartment, yes. <laughs> well, yes. Um, thank you so much for making time for this. Um, why don't we start with a simple question? How have the past few months been for you? Uh, stressful, uh, but uh, actually, you know, I was thinking I, each day I, I try to go out for a walk, uh, you know, maybe half an hour to an hour, you know, sometimes, sometimes I'll go out and sit and read someplace. Uh, I live in Stytown, so it's, slightly easier to walk but the whole thing is the difference of course is I live in an apartment building and so each time I go out I, I, I wear a mask I wear gloves I am aware of you know touching things I go on the elevator aware of that and then just aware of people as I go out even though it's not quite as bad as being in the regular city but still there's people walking around some people have no mask, you know, uh, sometimes there's kids with no mask, but grown-ups too, a lot of grown-ups jogging or walking. And so I'm more aware, you know, making eye contact with people and staying a good distance if it's possible from them. So that can be stressful in itself, but I'm, I'm also become, when at first I was angry each time I walk by somebody that didn't have a mask on but i've it's much wiser i think to try to control my anger and just sort of turn away and not look at them and make sure if i can't make sure i'm a, a good distance which sort of saves me because it doesn't i don't think it re, obviously it doesn't do any good to you know rant and rave at somebody it just makes them angry too so so that's part of living uh here and yeah. uh i'm very lucky you know it's like uh my partner is younger than i am so i mean she she knows how to cook <laughs> and so uh, if i was by myself i'd be in the, you know i'd end up getting takeout or whatever and uh so it's i mean it's a lot of stress on her too to cook every night and uh but that that helps too you know and just also, I mean, reading, I've, you know, I've, I've always read, but I've found in the last three or four months, at least, I've read a lot more because it's almost like a way of uh, escaping. It is a way of escaping. Yes. And uh, I started out with uh, more or less uh, crime novels because uh, it was slightly easier to read, more fun. And but good writers, though. A uh, ton of French, uh, Faithful Place is one, and uh, Kate Atkinson is another one. And from there, I went on and started reading uh, uh, George Eliot, uh, Middlemarch, uh, you know, Jane Austen, classics. you know, and the classics, 19th centuries, you know, Dickens, Bleak House. 
but before, like especially Bleak House, I remember before that I was always kind of I never I never could get through it. I I was always <laughs> a little in awe of just like oh god to read that because it's pretty <laughs> thick. And also Middlemarch is like two volumes. I read that twice, but it was. I surprised myself because just by sitting down and being forced to sit for hours and find something to do aside from making art, I got through those things. And like, like a lot of things, the more you do it, the the easier in a sense it gets. And so I was, I surprised myself, I think by being able to get through these, whereas before, you know, I read, but not quite this much. And I've, I've read a lot, quite a bit, actually, in the last three or four months, at least, maybe slightly more, uh, that I've, you know, spent time here inside. Uh, I mean, not always inside, you know, I'll, I'll go outside Stuyvesant Town to go to the bank or just get things done. But mostly, you know, it's being here, which is, you know, yeah. As you know, it's it's, it's yes, the other aspect of it is like you know being someplace which most people are having to go through. Yeah. So <laughs> have have and, you been able to make continue making any work? Uh not as much as I wanted to, but uh I mean I have a show that's scheduled uh, um, I think in November, uh, but uh, um, I, I've I've done a little bit, and I've I, I think I think it was mostly just because I was reading so much. But but I've started making work again, like drawings, mm. like in the last week or so. And uh, all along, I, I you know I worked on my my notebooks and smaller uh, drawings. Uh, which is good, you know, and it's, um, it, it, yeah, it just, it just helps me. It's hard to, it's, it's not quite the same as before where I, I did a lot of work, but. Uh, One thing I was wondering about if is, does the current situation um, how does it compare to, you know, I was thinking about the, the period you had as a child um, yeah. being confined to bed or, or, or anyway, yeah. I think to home, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And, and I know that that was in, yeah. Yeah, in the hospital and at home um, recuperating. Yeah. Um, does this compare to, 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 to that experience in any way? Yeah, yeah, actually, it's, it does. That's, I think, you know, when I was a child, you know, it was, I think, about three months in a hospital, children's hospital in L.A., and then most of the time in my bed or in a wheelchair with uh, braces. Um, but at that time, you know, it's like I spent a lot of time uh, looking out the window at, mm. at the trees and... Um, but making up my own world, uh, and mm. you know, reading comic books, uh, and drawing cartoons, and uh, basically this world that I could control, 
which is, I think I've talked about that before. And then I think that's also, you know, even now it's like the reading, I think, especially is a way of to retreat and it's to hide and, but the intensity, because that's what I have and yeah, really, you know, going to the 19th century, which is, I'm sure they had their problems then too, but still it's <laughs> nice to go back there. Uh, uh, but uh, So you're consciously been choosing uh, literature that takes you away from the present moment. More or less, except from the crime novels are like 20th century mostly, I think. Uh, but... Uh, yeah. But yeah, Jane Austen, you know, Dickens, you know. Uh, uh, William Boyd is a little, little later, you know, and I've, I've read a lot of him. But he mostly talks about, like, you know, the, the beginning of, the, like, the First World War and Second World War. But, uh, oh, also, I mean, the other slightly scary thing is, is, uh, I think about 2015 or so, 14, I read there's a British philosopher. His name is John Gray. And he wrote a very, really good book called Straw Dogs. Hmm. And it's about, he really goes after science, the whole idea in science that things will improve. I mean, things do, it does a lot of great things, but the whole idea that it's going to make things going to make humans better in general yeah he also goes after uh, religion less so but Mm. but i you know it's been a long time since i've read it but i remember when i first read it you know i i didn't think he was also talking about microbes and how you know it's a good possibility that nuclear war this is all really kind of depressing stuff but (laughs) nuclear war would probably take out a good portion of our civilization, but he said most likely it would be microbes that would pretty much finish us off, you know. Yeah. And I remember when I read that, it was before, I mean, you know, there were SARS or all these other mm. diseases that were going around, but they weren't, they didn't really affect the U.S. or even the Western world. It was mostly, right. you know, other places. That, right. you know that we usually don't think too much about necessarily mm-hmm. and now suddenly you know the, the virus is going around and suddenly it's like we're right in the spotlight it's like it's it's got us all it's like it yeah. doesn't you know it's it's happy to, to take care of all of us <laughs> and yes. you know and uh so we're right obviously in the, in the middle of it and you know so now instead of them, it's me, <laughs> which yes. is something we all have to face, right? Yeah, it's really confronting us. Yes, yes, unfortunately. Yeah. And, you know. No. I, um, you know, I think of you, Kim, as such a, a city person, you know, walking yeah. around the city. Um, right, you know, right. the conversations we've had have been in restaurants and walking. Um, 
and so are you are you really confining yourself um within your neighborhood have you been you know out observing people or 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 staying away mostly um mostly i stay within Cyphers and Talcos. It's like a big park. Yeah. I mean, there's there's people out, a lot of people, but it's there's a lot of trees, so it's easier to walk. But I do every once in a while. I go outside. And it's, and it's mostly in the East Village area to to go to the bank or go to the post office and uh, to get just to get things done. And that's okay because like usually, you know, if I go at certain points, I'm able to avoid. There's a lot more people that are, you know, walking around, especially without a mask. And so it's easier to walk across the street or to avoid them. But it's slightly more stressful. If, and I haven't gone uptown or any place, mostly just like the East Village area. Yeah. And I do miss, for, at first, I really miss because my whole routine, you know, I met you at Veselka, that little restaurant, and I mm -hmm. would go there every morning and read the paper and sit it was like this thing that i did and uh i really enjoyed it was like that time in the morning where i'd spend a couple hours and they were really great about that they didn't care if i stayed there you know, five hours really yeah and sit and just relax before i started my day and then the also but i was surprised at how easy that was to just because I knew I couldn't do it anymore, and so I stopped. You know, it's the mm -hmm. same with going to a bar every once in a while. You know, I'd, I'd, every once in a while I'd go to Veloci's. So There's like a, a couple of bars in these flights that it was pleasant to go there and sit in the late afternoon or at night. Mm -hmm. And can't do that. Yeah. And then the other aspect is smoking cigars. Mm. And I would, you know, each like you know, I I got it down. I tried to be strong. I got it down to one cigar a day <laughs> and, you know, I would not tell myself I'm not addicted. Right. But you know, <laughs> there was still this hunger for the cigar and I stopped doing that almost immediately. Oh, wow. And I was actually kind of surprised. I have one cigar that I bought before this happened. Mm -hmm. and it's sitting on my bookshelf. <laughs> and I would really, I have this desire to, to smoke it, but I, I understand you know, I could do that, but then it would probably, it might kill me, you know, because, right. you know, it's respiratory and it doesn't help to have, you know, cigar smoke in your lungs yeah. <laughs> with all this stuff going on. Yeah. And, you know, and I see people out there, you know, it's, and it's a good way. Yeah, I could see people in the city and just around here, you know, having a cigar or smoke. And, and I understand that, you know, just to take care of the nerves but yeah. for some reason i was i was surprised at myself that i was able to just quit you know just like okay that's it yeah that Boom. is and amazing there wasn't Are... a matter of strength i think it was just like i realized no it's up to me <laughs> right you know. sort of acceptance too it sounds like you accepted yeah just i mean that's just the way it is so yeah are you the kind of person who follows the news really closely? I don't know that you are um, hearing you talk about how much reading you're doing. I think a lot of people during this um, 
you know, sort of shutdown period have been really glued to the computer or the phone sort of yeah. following the news. Are you immune to that or? No, no. I've, version of that. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I, I, I've actually, I've stopped buying newspapers too. So mm. one thing like in the morning, I'll have breakfast and uh, coffee and I look at my phone, like there's the news on my phone, yeah. which I read. And that is really, uh, it can be a problem because it just all it just does is make me more anxious. I try to control that too because I know if I if I do it too much, it's like you know I can feel myself reaching for the phone yeah. and this anxiety mm-hmm. and wanting to know what's going on and and I'm trying to I don't know train myself in a certain way to just like you know a few hours or certain times that I'd look at it to make sure things are still there and, and then try to not just not look at it. Cause I know if I look at it too much and that also makes me anxious. And yeah. I think I've read also that that's a, people have talked about. And that's a big problem with a lot of people, you know, yeah. either reading mostly the computer that they're, they're just, going through the news and yeah yeah yes Um, it feels like it feels like you're doing something you know and in a certain sense maybe it is or if people are lonely they want to hear somebody talking about things they want to you know sort of think i'm not really crazy because that person also thinks the same thing (laughs) yeah you know as depressed or whatever uh so but i i understand wanting to do that but i think it's that also, I think, is better for the individual to try to control that if they can. Yeah, yeah. it's tough. How how do you envision your your work? Um, you know, you mentioned you have a show in the fall. How do you envision yeah. your work as this crisis continues? Um, it seems like we're not getting a quick um, resolution. So um, I'm just wondering, do, do you? do you think the circumstances will be affecting or infiltrating um, the work you're making in the coming months? Uh, I I can't really see any effect that has had on my work. I mean, it's, I haven't done as much as I should, but, um, uh, well, you have such my a... work has always been kind of grim anyhow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's just like, you know, usual. Uh, well, and as but, you said um, earlier, you have this very consistent sort of notebook practice and your drawings. The, the, yeah, well, I've, I've, I've gone, which is something I've always done anyhow. It's like I've gone through certain sketchbooks and redone them and sort of brought them up to up to date and actually made them into presentable art pieces uh mm-hmm. and uh which is which is good and uh i don't know it's 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 difficult uh 
to explain, but I, I, I continue doing the work. Uh, I don't know when it's going to end. I mean, I'm, you know, it's, it's hopefully we'll vote the, uh, mm. the clown out and we'll have like grownups in there to maybe help us as real leaders. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah. But it's, it's it's a scary situation, obviously, for, for everybody, for the world. Yeah. I mean, it's also, it's like, you know, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It's just really, yeah. It's, we just have to deal with it. Maybe just um, one last question. Um, yeah. What, what do you think you'll remember most from this year? Um, the, you know, the, the circumstances of the pandemic. And of course, I'm, being in New York, I'm sure you um, can't help but be affected by the, the Black Lives Matters protests and so on as right, well. Right. Um, I mean, wh what do you think you'll remember from this time most? Well, what the, I mean, it's, it's the Black Lives Matter. It's just how, I mean, that's always been a problem, the racism. And it, it seems to me there's more people that are standing up mm. to this and trying to, and actually doing something, and that's, especially younger people. Yeah. It, you know, it's really, um, I think it's, 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 fantastic. it's great. It's, you know, it's, it's, cause they're, they're really doing something. Uh, mm -hmm. Even it's, you know, marching or just doing something. And uh, on a personal, you know, for me, I think I'll probably, I was actually, I mean, kind of surprised that I've been able to read so much. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, I think it's just, uh, and it's, I think it's being forced to sit down for a few hours and, I, you know, it's like I'm so used to, you know, like the city, every five minutes, get up and walk around and, you know, the city's, you know, there's people always around and, you know, and so this whole attitude is there's very few people walking around and the people that are walking around, you're, you're afraid of in a certain sense because you don't know what's, what they have. Yeah. And so you're aware of, you know, somebody walking towards you even asking for change, you know, you don't want to get near anybody. And, yeah. you know, and even if you know somebody, you're just like, I'm, my friend Megan is much more friendly when it's supposed to just people that live in the building that we know, but even then you keep a safe distance, but, you know, but, uh, and so it's, it's being forced to sit down and read yeah. <laughs> and escape yeah, and which had you know it's terrible terrible time, but it's that for me is a real plus, and I think that's probably one of the things I'll remember the most is yeah. it's a a growing experience for me. I, you know, you know. I wonder how many pages you'll have read by the by the time we come to the other to, side. <clears throat> This is, uh, yeah, I'm trying to 
because of Megan is, you know, I'm sort of slack about all this sometimes, but, but I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm writing down the, the people, the writers that I've read. Oddly enough, mostly women, which Interesting. is really, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, Hillary Mantel, uh-huh. uh, Jane Austen, of course, uh, well, Raymond Chandler, but uh, Dorothy Hughes, uh, Kate Atkinson, Tana French. Those Tana French, Kate Atkins, Atkinson's were the first ones that I read, and they're actually they're really they're they're really good writers. Yeah. And it's mostly crime, all crime, but those were. I mean, I went through. I think I read those. I think I read them all twice, and then I started going into the more classic writers. You know, Hilary Mantel. Uh, Jane Austen, you know, Dickens, uh, but, uh, and are these books you already own and just hadn't picked up or are you getting them I, from the library or ordering I, them? I, right before it started, I, I started because we sort of knew something was happening by around January when Megan, of course, was much more aware of what was going on. You know, we we were going to go out to dinner, and we decided to, we had to cancel it because even then we realized we weren't wearing a mask, but we realized going inside of a restaurant was probably not a good idea. Hmm. And, uh, and that's when the bookstores were still open. So that's when I bought uh-huh. a lot of these uh, crime novels. And then because... Megan's a real reader. We have, and I also have like a lot of these novels. So just, you know, going through the bookshelf and (laughs) reading them. And, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, and they're all, they're all, you know, the the great thing for me also is just, uh, I would always sort of, it wasn't anything but my insecurity about reading, you know, hmm. I've read, but it wasn't like, I think there was some part of me that was afraid. It's like drawing or anything, you know, the more you get by, you get past the being afraid of things and just draw. But I think it's, it's similar to reading. It's like, I just, I was forced to read. And so I just, the more I read the, the easier it was in certain ways. Yeah. The more I wanted to read, actually. And a good, a good experience for me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. You know. Well, Kim, is there anything else you want to share uh, for the record before we finish up here? No, except it's really nice to talk to you. I've, I've done most of the talking, but uh, <laughs> it's really nice to hear your voice. It's really good to hear your voice, too. Um, okay, I'm going to I'm going to stop recording, but I'm okay. but I'm not handing up. Just hold on. Okay. okay. <laughs> hold on.